This is Des McLean's Streetcast. It's number 10 in the series. What? Already? Now, this is the time of year when you, you either make or you break your New Year's resolutions. You try for a fresh start and sometimes it's, it's not that easy, you know. Well, this week I'm going to tell you how I've managed to stay off the fags for over four months. Okay, it's not that long a time, but it's the toughest part. And remember, every journey starts with a single step. Well, that's how I used to sound. So it's not a self-help guide and I'm certainly not a hypnotist. Sleep, sleep, told you. So you might be interested in how I've managed so far and I'll be talking to punters, smokers and non-smokers like me. Now, just think about this for a minute. Imagine you heard an advert, okay? And it went like this. Ladies and gentlemen, how would you like to join our exclusive club for only £50 a week? Yes, £200 a month. It will improve your chances of lung cancer. Yes, you get to live 10 to 15 years less than most. Thickening of the arteries, blood clots, cancer of the mouth, esophagus, the bladder, the pancreas, wheezing, coughing, bad breath, stained fingers, impotence. We'll even throw that in. Are you mental? No. We already have 10 million paid up members in the UK. Yeah. 200 quid a month, the Smokers Club. Once you join, it's hard to give up. Right, what do I know about giving up smoking? I don't know, but I'm four months off the fags. So all I can do is tell you how it's worked for me. Pick a day. Sunday, you've had your Friday and Saturday. Let's go for Sunday. And make sure you do not have a cigarette in the house. You can try patches and all that if you want. I went cold turkey. Everybody's different, okay? Now, stock up on chewing gum, on carrots, on celery, anything you can nibble on, but not chocolates. Well, if you feel like that, then fine. Stick on your fridge all these cigarette packet photos. The guy with the beehive on his throat that's throat cancer, that one, oh, that's the one. And if you need a cigarette, stare at it. Have a bottle of water. Go for a walk. Anything. Have an early night. Do not drink. Right. Stay off the booze for a couple of weeks if you can. That's all I can say for the first few days. Go to your bed early. Go in the huff. You know, go for walks, whatever. But anything to get through the first three days. And then... That's it starting to get out of your system. How long have you smoked for, George? Uh, I've been smoking there uh, for five years. Five years? Five years, Wait a minute, hold on, hold on. Five years? Aye. Now, it's fair to say you're, you're, a, you're a pensioner, aren't you? Aye, aye. Can I ask what age you are? Aye. What age are you? Yeah, seventy-eight. Now, another one of the reasons I believe it's easier to quit smoking now than it was, say, 10, 20 years ago is the smoking ban inside. Since 2006, you cannot smoke in pubs, restaurants, nightclubs, bingo halls, shopping malls. You can't even smoke in your own taxi if you've got punters coming in. You cannot even smoke in your own house if you've got a tradesman coming in. So this can only be good if you're looking to quit, surely. I mean, when you used to see people smoking in pubs, it was a case of monkey see, monkey do. Yep, they're doing it and that looks like a good idea. I remember 
We were about a month into the smoking ban and I was playing a comedy club in Glasgow. And everybody was kind of a going along with it. And I walked into the toilet and there's three little Neds, you know, little chavs, shell suits on. And they're putting out three lines of cocaine on the wash hand basin. What a cheek, not even in the cubicle, bold as you like. Cutting it up with a Matalan card. £20 note rolled up. Don't know where they get that kind of money for And the wee guy goes, Oh, Mackie. Oh, Mackie. I've just put a line out for you, big chap. I've just put a line out for you. That's the Ned equivalent of saying, there's a cup of tea in the pot. And wee Mackie was obviously sitting in the cubicle and he went, I need bother. And he said, All right, so I'll see you outside in five. And his wee pal went, How, where are you going? And he said, I'm going outside for a fag. They'll gaff them not if they can't see smoking in here. And proceeded to snort all the cocaine up his nose. So let's get this straight. It's alright to snort classy cocaine up your hooter, but if you light up a silk cut, oh, right, your bard, get out. Do anything you can, anything humanly possible to get through the first three days after 72 hours, it's going out your system. So try early nights, go to your bed early, right? Just do it. It's, you know, it will fly by. Don't have a drink because, you know, it goes hand in hand. Go for a walk, okay? Replace it with carrots, celery, chewing gum, anything. Just think of the next day. The next day. Always think of the next day. That's you a step further away from being a minging smoker. That's week one. So, what would it take for you to stop? Say something. Well, I've tried everything. When you say everything? Uh, the patches, the tablets. Uh, went, went to a speak-in place. And is that where everybody comes and goes, hello, my name's John, I've been Aye. smoking for 17 years, and then yeah. and then they all chuck it every week? Aye. No, no, they chuck going to the place Aye. every week. Do you know what, Algin? I don't blame you for smoking now. When you were a boy, you were being told to light up by GPs. Honestly, recommended by doctors. You don't believe me, do you? Listen to this old advert. <laughs> what cigarette do you smoke, doctor? Tens of thousands of doctors in all branches of medicine in all parts of the country were asked that question. What cigarette do you smoke, doctor? The brand named most was Camel. Yes, surveys show more doctors smoke Camels than any other cigarette. Smoke Camels, the cigarette so many doctors enjoy. Okay, folks, first embarrassing setback. Uh, and it's in the first two weeks. It happened in week two. I had a few drinks and I chapped the next door neighbour's door asking him for a fag. And he didn't give me one. Either he didn't want to give me one or he didn't have one. I feel, I feel like a tramp. I feel like Rab is, but... All right, pal, you don't have to have a wee fag, do you? A wee, anything at all. A wee, a wee doubt in Ashtray. That's that shit. Oh, no! So, I'm not going to let it control me, OK? That was embarrassing, but I'll get through it. Now, I'll be honest, another thing I don't really think is that fair is the old fag break at work. You know, why are some people, because they're smokers, why are they allowed to go outside for a ten-minute fag and a blether, a wee skive, because they smoke and you don't? So, you ask the boss, why is this? And he always says, ah, you know, I want to run a tight ship, I want to keep everybody happy. It's an addiction, they need to go, they'll function better. Okay then, so the next time... They do that, you say, well, I'm away at the bookies because I've got a gambling problem. I'll be back in about ten minutes, all right? No bother. I'm away to eat a big cake. I've got a eating disorder. You know what I mean? I'm away at the pub to get 
You get the general idea. It's no fair. Giving up smoking. Do not worry about putting on weight. Yes, you will put on a wee bit of weight, but then you're going to be fitter to get it off. It'll take maybe four, five, six weeks. So don't worry about it, okay? So many times have you tried to stop it? Twice. And tell me how you got on. I was fitting a door frame for somebody and I lifted up the doorstep and there was a cigarette sitting underneath the doorstep, bouncing the head, just never forget to this day. And I went, empty house, I'll have that. That's no going to waste? That's no going to waste, and I smoked it. And you just smoked it because it was a, an opportunity facing you? There. So, I'm now three months off the cigarettes. Proud of myself. Trying not to be a bit preachy to smokers, but, you know, now and again. So picture the scene. It's a blizzard outside. It's December. The whole of Scotland's snowed in. Only go out if it's really necessary. So my next door neighbour, who's trying to key up the fags as well, chaps my door. Do you want to run at the Asda? Uh, no, we're all right. Oh, I need to go in for fags. I said, I'll tell you what. I'll save you the walk. Give me three quid, half price, and you can put your lips round about my exhaust. What did you just say? I'm saying, give me three quid, I'll start up the motor, and you can just put your lips round about my exhaust. It's the same same stuff, carbon monoxide fumes, that, that's what you're breathing in. Away. Aye, that, and a thousand other chemicals, cyanide and all that stuff. Well, that's poison, like. Aye, but that's... Oh, really? Aye. Nobody tells me anything. Don't think you believe me. I enjoy it, but I've, I've got a restriction. I only smoke ten cigarettes a day and refuse to go over it. Have you ever crawled out at the weekend looking for a cigarette in the back garden? No. I have. <laughs> now, another big favourite cigarette for a smoker. It's another must-have. The end of a working day. A job well done. You've just finished a shift. It could be anything. Putting up shelves. You feel that you're due that cigarette. Yes, it's a reward and you have earned it. Does it matter what that job is? Now, I was doing the pantomime, right? In Glasgow, 1,500 screaming kids. And I was the tin man in The Wizard of Oz. Now, you were never allowed outside for a cigarette. And it was always, oh, the thought of it was great. Oh, I wish I could just go out for a wee puff. Oh, and this particular uh, Sunday night, it was a terrible show. It was one of these ones, everything went wrong. We knew the director was going to have us in the next day, first thing. And me and Shell Suit Bob from River City and Dean Park, entertainer. We all wanted a cigarette, but you could not go outside, not dressed as the tin man, the scarecrow and the lion from the Wizard of Oz, no chance. But that night, oh, it was harrowing. We needed, we needed that nicotine. So we pushed open the fire exit in this door and went down this wee lane and the rain was, oh, torrential. So we were standing in this wee inshaw undercover, puffing away. <sighs> oh, how good is that, puffing away? And then, from nowhere, this little chav, a wee Ned, just appeared. Walking up, his shell suit on, soaking wet, and he just looked at the cast of The Wizard of Oz. The tin man, the scarecrow, and the friendly lion. And he looked at the three of us, and he said, Any chance here, fag boys? Honestly, I'm not kidding. 
So he stood in between us. Shells with Bob gave him two cigarettes and he just started smoking away. Puff, puff, puff. And then he turned round. His next question was a classic. He said, So what's happening then, boys? What's happening? You've just took a cigarette off the tin man, the scarecrow and the line from the Wizard of Oz. Oh, so he finished his cigarette and then tapped us for a fiver. All right, any of you boys got a glove? Chav talk. So we gave him a fiver, he's away with two fags, and he's away up the road. And he went, see you later, boys, you are all right. I would love to be a fly on the wall when he goes home, you know, and his girlfriend turns around and says, where'd you get the money for? Eh, where'd you get the fags? I thought you'd need money. See, if I tell you, you're never going to believe us. I was walking down Shockey Hall Street, and the tin man... And the friendly lion and the scarecrow were having a fag. You've been on the drugs again, haven't you? What'd I tell you? What'd I warn you? I'm telling you. Now, I see you've just come outside for a fag, OK? How long have you been, have you been smoking for? Call it 30, 30 years, 33 years. Now, tell me this. If the government put cigarettes up to 100 quid tomorrow, would you still smoke? No. So it would be that simple? You would just switch off? Well, I couldn't afford it, obviously, right? But if I got it knocked off for contraband, I would smoke. So you would maybe go down, down to some marketplace yes, yes, or a car boot and get it. Exactly. So Chris, right away, without hesitation, I said £100 and you, your brain was going, hold on, I can get it cheaper somewhere, get it cheaper somewhere. Yes, of course. Right, you know I told you about these must-have to-die-for cigarettes. Well, this is probably on my top three. The traffic jam. The traffic jam. Oh, no, don't, don't slow up. Expressway, drive time. Oh, no, 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 it's my first week. I'm craving a cigarette. When I'm hands-free on the mobile, and I need one, two, three. Come on, come on, come on. Go. Look to the left, guys having a cigarette out the window. Oh no, he's got the right idea. Look to the right. Oh no, no, she's having a cigarette. Oh, come on. Oh no, concentrate, concentrate, concentrate. No, oh, you don't need it. Deep breath, deep breaths, deep breaths. Deep breaths. Oh no, his, his fag looks good. He's talking away on the phone because there's nowhere to go and he's enjoying that cigarette. Oh no, come on. Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Get up the road, get up the road, get up the road, get up the road, get up the road. Come on. Oh. Alright, pal, you finished with that fag? Sorry. Definitely picked the wrong week to stop. Now that was a month out of the way. A month sounds really good. But the thing is, I was going on Facebook and telling everybody it's day 31, it's day 32, it's day 35 ah, as a non-smoker. And the reason I was doing that was because I thought there's 5,000 people there who I feel as though I'm going to be letting them down. So I was telling everybody why not. And I kept it going and kept it going. And kept it going. I love that old TV commercial for smoking. Right, here's another one. This in its day was the coolest thing. It was the equivalent of Rihanna singing a song telling you to, to light up a fag. There's a wonderful world of softness, a wonderful world of freshness. It's the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful world of Salem cigarettes. Salem softness freshens your taste. Smoke Salem cigarettes. 
Salem gives you a modern filter, plus rich tobacco taste, smoothed with menthol, softened with fresh air. For Salem's special paper breathes in fresh air with every puff to bring you Salem's air-softened taste. There's a wonderful world of softness, a wonderful world of freshness. It's the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful world of Salem cigarettes. Salem softness freshens your taste. Now, when I was a non-smoker, I just thought, fags are fags. You know, you smoke, that's it, you breathe it in. It's nicotine. Simple as that. And I went to Spain when I was a teenager, and for some reason, (laughs) on arrival, the hotel gave us 200 cheap cigarettes. Even I knew they were cheap cigarettes, and a cheap bottle of cava, you know, meant to be champagne. So I took it up the road and gave it to my, my dad, who was a heavy smoker. And I, I thought he smoked anything. I says, there you go, there's 200 fags. And he lit one up and he went, what, what, on, but... Oh, where did you get them from? They're John Wayne fags. Oh, they're rough. Oh, oh, oh. And I thought, all right, sorry, sorry, fair enough. So the next week, I picked him up for his work. He worked on a building site. And he came jumping into the car on the Friday. Oh, that's me finished. And he lit up a fag. And it was those cheap fags I got in Spain. And I says, I thought he says they were rough as John Wayne fags. He went, no, no, no. They do me for my work. (laughs) Fags for his work. And good fags for the weekend. Brilliant. Now, it was coming up to Christmas, and for some bizarre reason, all the doubters, all the cynics were all saying, you'll get back on the fags at Christmas. Why? <laughs> I don't understand it. I had been to Vegas, yes, on holiday. I had been to nights out in the town when everybody's puffing away. No, no, that was it. I'd, I'd conquered all my must-have cigarettes, and the feeling when I was sitting at the dinner table with all my family, and I wasn't the only dafty walking out for a, for a fag outside, standing there like a leper, brilliant. No, and also, it was coming up to a grand. I had saved a thousand pound. A grand, a bag of sand. (sighs) It makes sense. Now I'm chatting to a non-smoker. Your name is? Ainsley. Would you go out with a guy who was a smoker? No, not at all. Absolutely, as a firm rule, no? No way. What if if he was stunningly handsome? No, because then his teeth would be horrible and his breath would smell and no. You must be quite proud being a non-smoker. I mean, you're, what, you're in your 20s? Yeah, non-smoker. My mum was a smoker for years. Um, it's just filthy. It's a horrible habit. If somebody turned around just now and they said to you, we, we want you to star in this, you're a beautiful girl, we want you to star in this. I love the way you're nodding your head when I said you're a beautiful girl. No. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, yeah. And they said, we want you to star in this advert. We're going to pay you £10,000. We just have you. All, all you have to do is stand and look in that shop window, um, but we need you to smoke a full cigarette. Would you do it? Yes. Yeah, you would. Yeah, definitely. What a feeling, getting into the new year, knowing that you had cheated on your resolution by, what, three, four months? I, w- I was way ahead of myself. Brilliant. Getting into the next year, a non-smoker, healthier. Oh, brilliant. Been trying this for 20 years, and then, day by day, I've cracked it. Great feeling. Well, folks, that's just about it from me, Des McLean. A non-smoker, thank you. Well, I have been for the last four months, so it's a great start. Yes, 122 days of no nicotine whatsoever. 
and it feels good. I've went from 200 quid a month and three inhalers to nothing. I've went from sounding like the elephant man, oh, very kind, can you, can you spare a cigarette? <laughs> to wee Jimmy Somerville. Daisy, he gave up the facts. Daisy, he gave up the facts. Yes, and it feels good. And it can be done. So go for it. And good luck. No, I don't smoke, thanks. Yes. Thoughts, I'm going to have to end a Tuesday.